Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. One of your best tactics for continuous life improvement is to take time to reflect. When you do that, you can catch the more subtle shifts and see the patterns in yourself and the world around you. Then you can anticipate changes needed, or at least be looking for them, and be better prepared. And when you make those intentional changes, you can use less energy while being just as productive, if not more so. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a coach certified in time and stress management, helping clients make space for what matters most in their lives. Join me each episode and we'll talk about decluttering, stress management, habits, personalized productivity, gratitude, and so much more. I understand the overwhelm of life because I'm a wife mom to kids and cats, and a former caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm so excited to share today's topic with you because it's a technique I've been using and fine-tuning for a long time. There's a graphic I shared on social media for years that says live fully in the season you're in. And it makes me think of how important it is to embrace where we are in our lives and who we are as people. That creates contentment, but it also impacts productivity. I know this firsthand because I've seen clients struggle against the season of life they're in for many reasons. I've done it too. We try hard to hold on to things that no longer fit. That maybe did at one time. And I don't just mean those cut off jean shorts. We get in the habit of doing things a certain way, and it can be emotional and challenging to accept the need to change. Also, life's distracting. We're moving along, frequently pulled by the current, and can miss the signs that let us know we would do well to change our approach. This is why I constantly urge you to use self awareness. The first episode of this podcast identifies it as your number one productivity tool. One of your best tactics for continuous life improvement is to take time to reflect. When you do that, you can catch the more subtle shifts and see the patterns in yourself and the world around you. Then you can anticipate changes needed, or at least be looking for them, and be better prepared. And when you make those intentional changes you can use less energy while being just as productive, if not more so. How does that sound? I thought you'd say that. Yes, good catch. We're actually talking about energy management here. So where do we begin? Step one is to embrace the concept of seasonality around us and in everything we do, and understand that those seasons affect our energy in a variety of ways. We need to stop looking at our days, weeks, years as being equal and instead honor the natural ebb and flow within different aspects of our lives. Some seasons of life to consider. Nature's seasons, these are the most obvious, and we can think of them in terms of weather, activity, crops. 
My dad was a big fan of eating food in season. To his point, that would be when fruits and vegetables would be the best quality, freshest, sweetest, and probably most nutrient-dense. Depending upon where we live in the world, seasons can affect us differently, too. As a lifetime New Yorker, summer is a sweet spot of warmth and fresh air for me, whereas my southern friends are hibernating with air conditioners. Conversely, in winter, I am vacillating between admiring and cursing out the snow, <laughs> while my California friends are going for comfortable walks. Okay, I might also be cursing them out a little too, but um, only in those rare moments I miss flip-flops. Then there's seasons of development. As we age, our brains and bodies develop. Our abilities strengthen, weaken, shift, especially with other life factors at play, like diet and exercise and genetics. There are seasons of demand, like parenting, caregiving, academics. If you're a parent or caregiver, you know what I mean by demand. But you can see this with friends, too. And you can be in a season of greater demand as you navigate loss and trauma. You can also see this during school seasons, when either you or family members have more activities or homework. Seasons of our career and business, whether you're building a business or career, you have development stages, slower and sharper growth periods, and changes which may be chosen but are often influenced by outside sources. It should be noted that these cycles are also found in our health. Temporary injuries can affect our abilities in an obvious way, but also consider how women of reproductive age will have monthly cycles affecting energy and focus, and those with diseases and chronic illnesses may have longer periods of reduced energy. With all of these examples, you can see how each can vary in length, some temporary, some constant, some can be weeks, months, years, and some over the course of a day. When you're planning your goals and activities, you may be able to anticipate some, for example, business launches or your menstrual cycle. With others, you'll need reflection and attention to help catch them. Whenever you're making plans, business or personal, build in the time to reflect and to assess your energy during the season. Are you still as active as you once were, more or less? What time of year is it and how do you feel during it? Is there a preferred time of day for this appointment or task? Are you dealing with extra work, studying, or family demands right now? Is this long-term or temporary? And with all of this, what limits or needs do you have? When you answer those questions honestly and use them to inform your planning, you'll ensure that your approach and scope will set you up for success and keep you from burning out. It does take trial and error, but every adjustment helps. Here are some of the ways I honor my seasonal energy and plan accordingly. One of the most obvious and easiest seasons to assess are the seasons of the year. And I find that I'm most energetic during sunny summer months and with the cool, crisp air of fall. Spring is decent for my energy and winter is definitely low energy. I live in the Northeast United States, so that translates to being most active June through October. Maybe more, but I'm being a bit realistic with the weird weather New York can have. When it's cold and snowing from November to February and even into March, and honestly sometimes into April, but don't get me started, I'm a bear and I want to eat and hibernate. The holidays lean into that tendency as well. And in the summer, I'm more active, but also wanting to play more. 
My family camps in the Adirondacks and I love to swim. And in the spring, I'm anxious for good weather and feeling the desire to start fresh with new ideas, which have been germinating during my dormant period. In the fall, I have a resurgence of energy due to crisp air and gorgeous colors. New York really does show off in autumn. And the back-to-school vibe that showed up when I went to school and has never gone away. Next up, I look at the school calendar since I'm a mom of a tween and a teen. My kiddos are musical, so I know end-of-semester timeframes will be busy with concerts, and I block out time for those. I also know the beginning of the school year has a lot of days off, so I mark those as well. As a matter of fact, the minute I get the school calendar, I populate both my personal and business calendars with those dates. Overall, I tend to use the first quarter of the year for reflection and learning. It's when I studied and received my certifications in stress management, time management, life coaching, and most recently, positive psychology. It's a great time for me to rest more and hunger down with a good book. The cats appreciate spikes in couch snuggles as well, so that's a win-win when I can please the feline overlords. The second quarter tends to be a season of structure and building, of creating new things. And the third quarter is a mix with a summer break and another seasonal shift. September is a slight outlier because of the back-to-school energy spike, which corresponds with a rational need to buy more office supplies. Just me? No? I usually book speaking engagements and other collaborative efforts around that time as well. The fourth quarter starts to slow down again with planning and reflection playing heavily. This is a great time to schedule more guest spots on podcasts and have hope-filled conversations about the coming year. A big part of planning like this is not only honoring, but accepting the limitations we have and may wish we didn't have. I honor my energy with how much I choose to do each day and specific days of the month. I'm focused on eating and resting for productivity, but my body has been through a lot after caregiving for my mom while having two children. It took me a long time to call it trauma, which I mentioned on episode 29 with Mallory Jackson on living a trauma-informed life. And if you haven't caught that episode yet, I highly encourage you to do so. But I've accepted now that I've been through trauma and what my limitations are that go with it. Again, it's not easy because it's not always obvious. This is why we have to watch the energy signs. I recently reflected on how if we break an ankle, we might be frustrated, but we'll understand and respect our limits and act accordingly. But if we're working and feel weary, we're much more likely to feel shame and push those signs aside, and that leads to burnout. I urge you, to set aside the shame and society's expectations, or more likely your own expectations, and seek out true productivity, doing the right thing at the right time, the right way for you. For more support in your efforts to honor your energy, protect your boundaries, and simplify the seasons of your life, I welcome you to check out the Positively Productive Resources Vault. It's packed with the worksheets, checklists, workbooks, and recordings I use with clients. Go to PositivelyProductive.com vault and use promo code podcast for a very special listener discount.
Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.